You're listening to Breaking Controversies. In this episode, I'll be talking to my friend Radit from Indonesia. We used to attend the same university and we still catch up on Instagram from time to time. This time, we decided to transfer our conversation to the podcast since it was controversial and we almost started debating it already on the DMs. Today's episode is about whether is it okay to separate the artist from the art, or in this case, the politician or the public figure from his mistakes and controversial decisions. To know more about this topic and what we had to say about it, just lay back, keep listening, and don't be afraid to be controversial. topic that we decided to do well now i don't know we were kind of debating it online you know on instagram i wasn't so sure well, I, was I was agreeing. i was trying to debate it but then you were agreeing on everything and i'm not even sure like did you mean it when you agreed or just you yes I felt, yes i yes, felt yes, like yes, you yes. were just agreeing because you want to avoid argumentation um, um from my point of view is I don't think I, I do not have any leniency or like, I do not have any, um, I don't have any pros to what, what he did. You know, I don't have any, I don't glor, I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah. You don't glorify the guy. You don't, and, you don't. Yeah. You don't I don't really glorify stand, the guy. You don't really stand with did. the guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so first of all, His what, actions I don't condone. Okay, so yeah. the topic the topic of today is is can you really separate the person from their actions? Um, yes. To put this in perspective, for example, a lot of artists. Let's start like let's start low. Let's not get into politics right away. A lot of artists are they like not artists like actors for example like like uh the guy from house cards what's his name uh francis underwood no no frank from, underwood from house cards Spady house of frank. cards right yeah house of cards frank underwood the president what is that his actor actor name or Oh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm not really good with names. Not just actors. No even, even my, <laughs> even at my my job, I still really mess up my my coworkers' names. Anyway, so Kevin Spacey, he was, uh, I think I don't know if he was convicted, but you know, after the Me Too movement, a lot of women uh, spoke out. And men. And men? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, apparently in Kevin's, Kevin Spacey's cases, men are men. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that, by the way. So, yeah, a lot of people came out that said he was a, a sexual predator. He's a, yeah, yeah, that's that's actually yeah. little boys or like teenagers. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. And so the question here is that 
all that came out after the first season. I don't know how many seasons of House Cards, and that that thing was booming. You know, a lot of people were watching it. A lot of yeah, yeah I was I was a big fan. Yes, a, a lot fan. of people were big fans, and everybody was like, "But it's so good," you know, like. Okay, it's going to be canceled because of what he did. The guy got canceled, basically. You know, cancel culture. Yeah, cancel culture. And he kind of started the whole debate of can you separate the artist from his actions? I mean, the art yes. of the artist from his actions, you know? like yes. The guy is good at what he does. He's a really great actor. He does really good. Not just like he does. He 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 had a message in House of Cards that that was, you know, great. And then people are like, but he's a sexual predator. So, you know, yeah. Do you do you think we can still respect his art? Even I think there's a fine a distinction. I mean, I mean, if we seek to objectively, I mean, obviously you can boycott the art. That's a personal statement from your side, and that they'll be okay because you're you are doing something. You're boycotting the art, but like to say that the art is trash because somebody does something that is very very bad i don't think i i think there's a fine line you, know? you can say that he's a terrible person he deserves to die there's a place in hell for people like that that is true and that is really really your right but to suddenly change your perspective about the art or the or the or the product from that person because of something he does i don't think that's objective that's all no oh, yeah. because we can take an example like picasso mm-hmm. Picasso mm-hmm. is known to be an, a very, you know, very passionate womanizer. Mm-hmm. Infamous. Damn. He he did. He has a lot of bastard child and things like that. So he is he's famously and proudly infidel, and he used to like if you watch the biography or if you read the biography or the biopic. And then you'll see that he, he does things to women. You know, he sometimes objectify women, but you still go to Cologne Museum or the one or the one spread all across Europe and enjoy Picasso's painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, because the person you may not like or you may not agree, but the paintings, the work of arts are, are something, you know. Yeah, true, true. You know what I don't and I understand? think that counts for something. What I don't understand is, uh, I don't know. Okay, well, maybe when it comes to art, you can always. I think we agree on that point. We we can actually separate the artist from his actions, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because art usually transcends um, character, character, and even people, and even yeah. sometimes time itself, you know. So, you know, we've all heard about timeless art. So, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, I agree. But getting heavier into this topic, 
which is yeah. what sparked this podcast session in yeah. the first place. Um, yeah. Which is you posted on your on yeah. your social media on your Instagram. Yes. Uh, story. A story about what's the name of the guy? Colin Powell. Yes. Um, what can you tell me, like a bit about him, like what who he? So is? he passed away. He's the Secretary of State, former. I think he's an army. I thought. I think he's an army general, and. To be fair, there's a lot of... If you come to the States, even today, you hear people from across the aisle, Democrats and Republicans, said that he is a very, very fine man. Despite of what he did in Iraq, and mm-hmm. obviously, um, you know, like... I was There's... opposing. So here's the here's my here's my point of view of it. Like what what yeah. happened with me. So basically, I I I was watching the stories and you know I watched your story, and the thing is, I'm I'm not sure. Like okay, I I I'm not sure. I know the guy that much. You know, I'm not sure about yeah. his personal achievements or who he was. I know I knew he who who he was. Like I've heard about him before. But as someone from my background as an Arab, I knew like the only thing that like I had a spotlight on when it comes to this guy is his uh, decisions. Let's call it decisions he made uh, because he had like a really big role in invading Iraq, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and we all know like what invading Iraq really meant and what they said at the time you know like the u.s lied to everyone they deluded everyone just to get to that country and you know essentially take their oil and this is not even a debate like even the americans would admit it right yeah so yeah the fact that that guy was part of it he was part of the big lie it's just You he was part of the big lie. Yeah, and you can't you can't just let that go. You know, like like that guy knew. You know, he knew one hundred percent what was happening, and he just signed up for it, and he just you know pushed it through. So okay, but but listen, I'm an I'm a I don't consider myself to be a fanatic. You know, like I when I'm when I'm against something. I try to see the other perspective, you know. I try to see yeah. the other side. If you think about it, let's let's put if you put yourself in the in the seat of any political personality anywhere. Yes. Yes. And you think about it like would you have done things differently? Would you actually been opposing When everyone, everyone is saying, oh, like, Iraq has these nuclear weapons and we got to prove it. And, and like, if, if we don't, if we just leave it, the, the, that country will become too powerful and it will start, you know, fucking up the whole region at the time. And, you know, like, Saddam Hussein was a, was a, was an, uh, a dictator who, who, who actually he, he, he did. He did do genocide, you know? So, like, 
if you put all these things in perspective and then you put yourself in the shoes of a politician i don't think i don't think we would do it much differently you know it takes yeah, a lot you, of if, courage if you, if you do then you're bernie sanders exactly he was opposed to the iraq war from the beginning but again yeah. you have to We have to put everything into context. Imagine America is only invaded the first time. Mm-hmm. And in American soil, there's been a foreign attack. Yeah. And it has, it's the 9-11, as we all know. And it happened. And the country was in shock. There was a lot of pressure, mounting pressure, not only from the mm-hmm. international community, but from the public to, yeah. to act. And it's really hard to locate the Al-Qaeda. Yeah. So they they have to find a like sheep. Is it right or is it wrong? It's still subject to yeah, but a lot of debate. That's that, Afghanistan. I mean, Al Qaeda and Iraq are two different things. So that's why. That's why. That's, okay. That's okay. that's. Okay, anyways, I, like moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not uh, debating on the substance of no, the no, war no, 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 no. I know, like I know. That. No, But, no. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So. No, I know, I know, I understand what you're trying to say. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. But, you know? Yeah, that's why. Um, But can we really separate what Colin uh, Powell do? So to do that, we need to see his background. He is a very respected man, as you can see when he's confirmed. But you know, when a president, uh, when a president nominates someone in the post of the a very crucial post, it's, it it created the triumvirate. Yeah, the Secretary of State. The mm-hmm. Secretary of Home Affairs and the Secretary of Defense, exactly. they form a triumvirate that will should the president and the vice president fail or die or like passed away, they will form a union, a triumvirate to govern the country. So it's a very, very strategic post. And Colin Powell, that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. was unanimously confirmed. By both mm. houses of the Senate. Yeah. This was before the Iraq war. Exactly, yeah. And he was the chairman of Joint Chief of Staff, the National Security Advisor under Ronald Reagan. He served in many different roles. So he is a well-seasoned, well-respected. Well, every no military guy is liked everywhere. If you want to be liked everywhere, you work for the UN. Of course, yeah, and the UN does does you know <laughs> they do does have their shortcomings. They basically as well, yeah. they not yeah they do, but like you work for the UN and the UN is actually equivalent to nothing in the real world, you know. Yeah, that's why they so a lot of their shortcomings is not because they do something, it's because they don't do anything. <laughs> because they don't. That's do that. Yeah, exactly. But, but for Colin Powell, that's that's a very fine gentleman, you know. And when you see his videos and when you see him walk into a room, why do you think that's that's the big lie? Or like, when do you think that the international community start accepting the big lie? Mm-hmm. It's when uh, Colin, Colin Powell make a speech to the United Nations, exactly. confirming that. In which later he apologized and he deeply regretted, and he said even before his his death that he regretted his decision you know because that cost a lot of life and then yeah a lot of a lot of politicians regretted their decisions you know 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Colin and, Powell said that he was he was wrong. Exactly, and I think that's a great thing. I think you know? we ought to respect that in the character of a man. Do we condone the action? Of course, we support the action. I mean, do we, condone, do we condone the action? Yes, but um, I mean, an, an apology, of course, it wouldn't fix anything, but it's still something to be respectful of a man. Like a man uh, admitting his mistakes, you know, I, I would always respect a man who would always admit his mistakes. Um, yeah, so in that case, so I, 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 I chose to like, because if if you take if you take a different example like George Kevin. Bush for example, which was the president yeah. at the time, yeah, he that guy never apologized for for a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He never said anything, and you know. So in retrospective, mm-hmm. I condone the action. I, I don't condone the action, but I I just light a candle for the man for a very fine man who made mistakes like we all do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But is yeah. it? But if you see his records of life, yes, he did something, and yes, he did something very, very bad. But throughout his life, he has been a very fine man, and you, you can learn a lot from him. As obviously, you can learn from his mistakes as well. But you can learn from him how he walks into a room, command exactly. respect and attention, how he projects power, how he is so knowledge, no legible. Before him, there was no national security director. Mm. He has mm. everything. He's the first one who, who had the title, yeah. He's the first one who established it. Mm, okay. Intelligence director, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So he's a very fine man, and he's a he command charisma, and you can still, you know, if you, it's really hard to study or to read a charisma a book on charisma without pointing fingers at. You know. Colin you know Powell. I. You know, um, I think you're, I agree with you 100% on everything, by the way. Um, and even though not all people you can say the same about, you know, like you can't say the same about everyone that you can separate their actions from their, because some people are just pieces of shit, you know? <laughs> um, maybe this guy, he did, he did good you know, that could, let's say, no, I'm not saying make up for what he did, but at the same time, you know, it gives him a, how do I put this in words? Like basically what, what he did was bad, but at yes. the same time he did good things. So like, you cannot just nobody is inherently evil and nobody is absolutely evil you know nobody does absolute bad thing and nobody is absolutely good too um but then yeah. again you weigh it you know when you when you look at people's actions you weigh you weigh their actions and you you look okay this guy did this thing and this thing and he did that good thing but then he did this really horrible thing and and I, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who believes that we should always make excuses for people who, um, like the guy, the guy had to make a decision at the time and he was in a really, he had a really big responsibility. And like you said, he apologized for it and he regretted it later. So I don't know, like 
I really don't see him as an asshole. <laughs> he's he's not the greatest, but at the same time, he's not the worst. You know, there is a lot worse cases. Like I said, like for example, people who do their mistakes and then they like just like oh whatever, nothing happened. You know, like George Bush, for example. I mean, the guy, that guy, literally claimed that he that God spoke to him to invade Iraq, and he never apologized for any of that. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, on retrospect, I believe that this person, he was just doing his job, and and he just, just he did a bad job, but he was doing his job. Uh, so, so um, I'll tell you something that will. Uh, I'll tell you something that's like. It's it's I I felt like it's it's fair, you know it's a fair way to look at this whole thing. So I was watching a report after 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 his death. I was watching a report. Um, I think it was AG Plus, and they they did like an interview with an Iraqi. You know they called him Haji. You know the the old per- person, uh, mm-hmm. Iraqi old man. And they were asking him, like, what do you think about this guy? He just died. And what do you think about it? You know what he said? He said, listen, the guy, you know, he did bad things. But right now, he's dead. We cannot do anything. He's going to go and he's going to be judged by God. Because, of course, the guy, he believes in God. And he said, the guy will will he he's dead now, and all we can say is that he will go he will he will go to God and God will judge him. You know, so even the guy, even the Iraqi guy, was like, "I'm not gonna say shit about him," and he didn't. He just said, "Just leave it to God because he's dead now." You know, he can't do anything. Yeah. So so even when he was alive, he still can't do anything. But you know, like even. You just said the guy, the guy apologized. So, you know, I think it's fair enough. Um, so going back to the main topic, can we separate people from their actions? What do you think? Like, um, like I want you to give me your point of view of the whole thing in general. um the whole thing in general i still say we can and it might be really really hard but coming also from your point of view that no one is inherently bad and then no one is inherently good so i believe that the person itself yes we can separate them from their actions and we can still learn from them like like what you said like Hitler has charisma too, and in that sense, you can learn the charisma side of yeah. him. But you can't, you can't adopt his monstrous thinking. And I know it's really hard because we have personal reservations, personal emotions, very, very heated emotions when we bring up of some course. names like Hitler, Gaddafi, or like Stalin, or like yeah. you know Pol Pot for things like that. And you just want to hate them, and it'll be very tempting to hate them because that's the natural way mm-hmm. we respond and react to something that's very, very bad, or we Mm -hmm. think in our head are very, very evil, or by human standards are like 
monstrous. Mm-hmm. But but I'm just saying that so many things we can learn from even the worst of people. Because yes, you can learn from good people like Gandhi or like Muhammad, mm-hmm. uh, the Prophet, peace mm-hmm. be with him, and also mm-hmm. like um, King Salahuddin or like uh, Kofi Annan. Yeah, very yeah. very bright individuals but i'm just saying that you can learn most of us lived in the middle you know like if you see that we're a normal graph so the ones most occupied is not the the best and the kindest or the worst and the most evil but most of us in the middle and i'm just saying from my point of view we can learn so many things because so many people occupy that middle sphere and yeah, one of them yeah. happens to be Colin Powell. That's, and even, that's, even that's the people, you know, you know, even the people that don't occupy the middle sphere, like you said, um, even the worst of the worst, um, we can still learn from their mistakes. We can still learn from, and we can still learn from their, like if they did good, you know, I, I believe that we cannot just delete people from history, you know, and that's the problem. Yeah. A lot of people just delete people from like, like, what are you doing? You know, you're when you delete this person that was really that really had a big impact on on history, on people, and you just delete them out of history like they never existed just because they were horrible. How are we supposed to learn from their mistakes? Or if they, or if, or, or like, okay, you delete the, the thing, the good things you did, they did, and you keep the bad. Okay. How are we supposed to learn that, you know, people are not inherently evil? How are we supposed to understand that not everything that's bad is totally bad? It can have some good. And uh, lacking that understanding, I think, is, is a big, big mistake. Uh, if you get what I'm saying, so yes, I understand. Yeah, and uh, I don't care who it is. I don't care how how what horrible things that person did. Um, if he's now part of history, I think we should teach his history to the full length. You know everything. We don't just nitpick. You know, like just the bad things, and like try as much as we can to. Uh, like leave out the good no matter how little it was because that way we're just we're just we're just basically um, what was the word we're we're basically just you know uh, making propaganda you know our own propaganda yeah of, of 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 the thing you know whatever it is and and who knows you know sometimes we think we're the good ones and they're the bad ones but uh-huh. but to the ba- but but to the other side we're the bad ones and they're the good ones so if each side just dis- decided to be in their own bubble and you know delete everything good the other side is doing people will be more and more separated you know um yeah i don't know i don't know if it is it okay if we get into indonesian politics a little bit about it as well yeah 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 yeah. yeah. um and and i'm talking about like the older ones like the the 
like like we can i i think i think indonesia has extremely great examples of 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 this very thing especially the the first and the second uh presidents that came into after indonesia was founded um what do you think about these people you know uh because a lot of people would claim that these people were dictators right but at the same time they had a big role in founding what we know now as indonesia right yeah what do you what do you think about that you know from an indonesian perspective from an indonesian perspective about can you repeat that about like uh uh soharto and sokarno and how these people are claimed to be dictators right so i really believe in like when you read the book of uh, francis fukuyama about he has one title discussing that i forgot the 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 exact title but it's very famous i'm sorry but yeah, okay. he he discussed something like this mm-hmm. we have to i believe we should put everything into context because again whatever we think is normal today may not be normal 15 20 yes, even five years ago yes. so what's truly a dictator is something we stamp on on something before you know like mm-hmm. okay he's a dictator but you never know the, like for for stalin the, because i i read a lot of materials about him and mm-hmm. i studied a lot about him mm-hmm. when i was little mm-hmm. so little or more i know about him um he's very loved yes obviously nowadays american like stories i don't want to say propaganda propaganda mm-hmm. but stories i'll say mm-hmm. like or like mm-hmm. their tellings are like okay stalin is really really monstrous he hurts and he hunts and he kills and he rapes and he did nothing but if you see um when you talk to russians or all the ordinary day russians they they'll they'll tell you that okay um they 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 got a lot from stalin they they got the infrastructure from stalin they got the they imagine russia lo- losing the first world war and he was it's very very bad into becoming a russia that's really really been able to like send men into the first man into space yes the first man landing in the moon is an american neil armstrong but the first man the in first space man is russian. It's, yeah. it's russian yuri gagarin yeah, yeah. so um I think like for in the context of Sukarno and Suharto are they dictators by our modern day standards maybe but during that time we we did not really know you know because that's just another form of government I can say mm-hmm. that it's more autocratic mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the sense that they're very dogmatic they don't they don't easily they're not as fluid as our leaders right now in changing their positions or like being what we call obviously inside brackets democratic but then mm-hmm. again um at the end of the day is it for the greater good we might never know and like we also no like i think I we said, know i think we know and i think uh if we if we look at indonesia today and um i believe they had a big big role in the infrastructure um yes you know, the yes. beginnings you know they had their own yeah, role yeah 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 um, and like yeah. you just said about stalin for example he had his role in doing certain things he was 
okay, he committed, I don't know, crimes and stuff and he killed people. But at the same time, he built the Russia, like the basis of the Russia we know today. And these people, yes. uh, the early presidents of Indonesia, Sahardon Sukarno, for example, are, you know, they built the, infra- the, they built the basis of Indi- the modern day Indonesia. I mean, uh, which one was first? I, I always, because they have the similar names, I always mix them up. Which one, which one was first? Which Sukarno one? is the first president. So, so Sukarno, who... Sukarno is the one who, uh, he's the one who fought the Japanese, right? He's the one who's... Uh, he's the one... Uh, Suharto also signed. fought the Japanese. He, Suharto also fought the Japanese. But as, but, but as an army, uh, I think it was like some army. No, but Sukarno was and there that's... when they signed the independence. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Sukarno, Sukarno uh, proclaimed our independence. Yeah, exactly. 17th August. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like you just said, Suharto was there in the military fighting of the Japanese. So they both had their own roles, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so obviously so, yeah. in Indonesia, Sukarno is less controversial, more people love mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you almost can never find But then Suharto is the one who's like Arno. really controversial because yeah, yeah. he ruled because after. Of the, and then yeah, the, and then I many think human the revolution. Issues. Yeah, and then the revolution was against him, I think. The uh, yeah, Suhar Sukarno. Many people would argue that he fell. Many mm. people would argue again that he fell, maybe because of the coup, mm. of the mm. unofficial coup, an official mm. coup by 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 Suharto. But Suharto fought, fell definitely because of the uh, Reformation, which is another form of smooth or like soft revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, but, but both of these two people's work their early work is still echoing to today, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously so, you can learn so many things from, of course. from them, especially from um, Sukarno, such charm, oratory speech, how he bring different perspectives together. From Suharto, you can learn about leadership, how he puts everything in control, and basically how he, he keeps the security of the nation, especially yeah. it's stable before, but at what cost? That's I don't think I'm or you mm-hmm. or me are well equipped to like yeah. mm, debate yeah, yeah. about policy and what he did and what he don't because I don't think even everyone knows to what extent that he did damage or benefit or ben- this yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. Thank you so much, Radit, for this nice conversation. Uh, thank you very much. I, I learned. I learned. I learned a lot today. Yeah. I learned a lot today. Yeah. You. Thank you. Shukran. Um, yeah, Afwan, Afwan. And uh, yeah, maybe we talk about something else later, yeah? Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's do this again, you know? Yes, um, yes. I hope you're, you're, you're enjoying this. Oh, I am. I am. And I hope if someone was listening to this, I hope they enjoyed it as well and they learned a yes. lot from it as well as much as we did. Thank you yes. and uh, thank you very much, Kareem. So I'll see you. Yeah, talk soon, to you later. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Breaking Controversies, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything controversial. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, this pilot episode. And uh, see you again in the next one.